Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Shaws. Today we have part 3 of The Water Lily, The Gold Spinners. And these parts of the story are, are short, I'll be honest. And it's done that way because there's such natural pauses that I didn't want to step onto anything. And so, we have had love discovered by a young maiden and a prince. This young maiden is one of three sisters who is known to spin gold, although the prince doesn't know that. And we discovered in the last part of the story that the old woman who has been watching over these young maidens is a witch. And she has sent a magic ball after the escaped maiden and the prince, her lover. And so we pick up with part three of The Water Lily, The Gold Spinners. At midday, the prince and his men came to a deep river, spanned by so narrow a bridge that only one rider could cross at a time. The horse on which the prince and the maiden were riding had just reached the middle when the magic ball flew by. The horse in its right suddenly reared, and before anyone could stop it, it flung the maiden into the swift current below. The prince tried to jump in after her, but his men held him back, and in spite of his struggles led him home, for for six weeks he shut himself up in a secret chamber and would neither eat nor drink, so great was his grief. At last, he became so ill that his life was despaired of, and in great alarm, the king caused all the wizards of his country to be summoned, but none could cure him. At last, the wind wizard's son said to the king, Send for the old wizard from Finland. He knows more than all the wizards of your kingdom put together. A messenger was at once sent to Finland, and a week later the old wizard himself arrived on the wings of the wind. Honored king, said the wizard, the wind has blown this illness upon your son, and a magic ball has snatched away his beloved. This it is which makes him grieve so constantly. Let the wind blow upon him, that it may blow away his sorrow. Then the king made his son go out into the wind, and he gradually recovered and told his father all. Forget the maiden, said the king, and take another bride. But the prince said that he could never love another. A year afterwards he came suddenly upon the bridge where his beloved had met her death. As he recalled the misfortune he wept bitterly and would have given all he possessed to have her once more alive. In the midst of his grief he thought he heard a voice singing and looked round but could see no one. Then he heard the voice again and it said, Alas, bewitched and all forsaken, "'Tis I must lie for ever here. "'My beloved no thought has taken to free his bride that was so dear.' "'He was greatly astonished, sprang from his horse, "'and looked everywhere to see if no one were hidden under the bridge. "'But no one was there. "'Then he noticed a yellow water-lily floating on the surface of the water, "'half hidden by its broad leaves. "'But flowers do not sing, "'and in great surprise he waited, hoping to hear more. Then. He heard the voice sing again. Alas, bewitched and all forsaken, tis I must lie forever here. 
My beloved no thought has taken to free his bride that was so dear. The prince suddenly remembered the gold spinners and said to himself, If I ride thither, who knows but that they could explain this to me? He at once rode to the hut and found the two maidens at the fountain. He told them what had befallen their sister the year before and how he had twice heard a strange song but yet could see no singer. They said that the yellow water lily could be none other than their sister who was not dead but transformed by the magic ball. Before he went to bed, the eldest made a cake of magic herbs, which she gave him to eat. In the night he dreamt that he was living in the forest and could understand all that the birds said to each other. The next morning he told this to the maidens, and they said that the charmed cake had caused it and advised him to listen well to the birds and see what they could tell him. And when he had recovered his bride, they begged him to return and deliver them from their wretched bondage. And that is part three of The Water Lily and the Gold Spinners. This is Dan Scholes from The Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you'd like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Folktale Project. You can find us on Auto Radio, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you like to listen. And you can always head over to folktaleproject.com. You'll find a new story waiting for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As always, thank you so much for listening.